This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, you're about to listen to this week's episode of Sofa Cinema Club. Just before we get started, this is your reminder to go and follow or subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this podcast. All the support is greatly appreciated. Now, it's time to enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith and as always I am joined by... Jumpy Shepherd. Ben Einstein. (laughs) (laughs) The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the others to watch, then we jump into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the films. Now, the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home or in the cinema and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. This week's film is Oppenheimer and it has been chosen by Mr. Ben Einstein. But before we get into talking all things Oppenheimer, how's your week been? What's been going on? Confession. I know you're all dying to know. I can't update you on the cricket. No. It's not happened yet. No. We're trying to get a week ahead. Yeah. I still haven't played Sheffield yet. So fans of Sofa Cinema Club, fans of Casford Cricket Club, I know it's the same same thing basically. It all it's a grey area. How many people just 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 throw it out there, Colson. How many people go to Casterfield Cricket Club to watch it? On a good day or on a No, just a I'll tell you what it is. It's a bit overcast. It's not sunny. Well, mate, and I'm just thinking, ooh, pop down and see the cricket. How many, how many people pop down and see the cricket? On our lowest... 50. On our lowest 20. day. 20. On our lowest day, about 25 to 30. Oh, go. that's all right. That's where we're talking. On our lowest I day. Thought, on a good day, so like this Saturday coming, 14, for example, we'll, we'll have 300. That's good. Yeah, we'll do a raffle. Oof, what do you win? What do you win? I love that. Whatever's I behind love that. You turn into your mum going, mum. Get the raffle. Get the raffle on. Get the raffle book. Get the raffle on. And I always send like. What do you charge? A a quid a strip. Quid a strip. Because then you get the line. You get the classic line of. Do you want me to take them off then? Did you you see that? Did you see that? um, 
It was on. Uh, in, it was on not Instagram. I think it was YouTube. And they were doing a raffle at this town, and it was to raise a lot of money to rebuild something in the town, like a lot mm. of money. And these lads worked out if they bought every ticket, they made money, and they bought every ticket. And then they sat there and they called the tickets mm. out, and they went. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. won all these prizes. They worked out that it was they yeah, hadn't yeah, worked, yeah, yeah. done it right. They sold too many tickets for, and they got all this money and really <laughs> pissed them off. So someone could come to Casper Cricket Club, mm. buy all the things, and what would we win? Probably a bottle of Prosecco or something. Oh. Sign ball? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like you just You've thought about it. Thought that. You've not thought of signed Why would you want a sign but why would you want to win sign a sign? Sign cricket ball? ball of all team. They don't want that. They want alcohol. Oh we did the really signed I, box? Signed box. I could do that. Pick, <laughs> which player do you want, love? <laughs> we Paula, Paula have won. We Who's went, do you want? <laughs> we went to the nets. Colson took us to the nets yeah. and we were playing. And then I don't play, do I? Colson had played, and then he handed me bat and the box, and I had to put it on warm. You, you went, called, no, you want you that. You called one. it a cup. a cup. I remember you calling Did it I? a cup. Yeah. You said, oh, you want to put that on in case you get cracked. Yeah. I was you, like, okay. was it on like a bit of elastic? Or no, 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 this was just a shove down. And, I, and oh, he was like, where down. do I put it? And I was like, touch him. Skin to skin to skin. Oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, had every, it's had everyone's little. You, know, you have your own. You do it. Oh, yeah, he was not to one. share yeah, with me. One. I had to share. That's, why, to share I bat- that's why I batted first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I sold that on eBay. Any Conrad Gates used cricket box. <laughs> Got seven pounds for it. Seven pounds. <laughs> so yeah. So at the moment, don't know what's happened. So those thirty people on ten to Yep. However, I have been up to some stuff. I've been off work. Yeah. yeah? So I've kind of been. I think I'm now enjoying being a homeowner. Yeah. It's nearly coming up to a year, isn't it? When yeah. I moved in October, so it's okay, nearly coming up to a year of me living in that house, yeah. and I've had quite a bit of work done in, like, mm. the past month, and I have been painting. Ooh, hold on. What painting? We t- outdoor painting. Outdoor yeah, painting. Right, okay. He's not doing indoor, is no. he? He's not painting that bog that's in the kitchen. No. I, I, have, I have painted some indoor stuff. I painted that window seat myself. I don't know the last time you've been. I'm the window seat the new the new runway and I've got the new drive. Oh, the drive yeah. Yeah. Oh, got lights. I've not put the lights on yet. That's like the last stage. Will you not switch them on? No. So I don't own a drill. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to buy a drill, but I need mum and dad to come to Manchester. So they're going to come to Manchester what? in like two weeks. I'm going to do all the drill stuff with my dad, and then after my dad's shown me how to use a drill, I'm going to buy a drill. It's not hard. just use it. Yeah, but don't I, buy one. Usually. Well, that's what I'm doing basically. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah Dad. Oh, I see. Do that one where you go. Yeah. Could you just show and me? And then just again? get my dad yeah, to do everything that I need drilling. Yeah. I've got yeah. like 15 things that need drilling. Basically, he's coming to do them all in one go. But he's not doing the lights, is he? Because that could be. No, they're solars. Uh... They're, you, they're posh solars. So anyway, so yeah, painting. Painting. I actually like. I find it quite therapeutic. Mm. Are um, you painting landscapes? No, fence panels. Portraits. <laughs> fence panels, concrete pillars, okay. and a garden gate. A bit Banksy. Yes, you could say, you could say. Have you been doing that? Stenciling? Banksy, in it. Yeah. Yeah. You could do a Banksy and just... And just I could claim it as a yeah. Banksy, couldn't I? Put I haven't on. Banksied it. I've just gone silver birch everywhere. God, I remember being in London. Banksies were all around and 
No, he wasn't a thing. He wasn't a thing. I, well, my house is very... Right next to my flat, old flat. Very Banksy-orientated. And then you got you, people turning up with a drill. Your well, dad drill, <laughs> drilling. Hey, I remember at the end of the road, he did that one, out. which was the thinker with that thing on top. The pigeon. Yeah, no, it had a cone on top. I remember no one touched those Banksy's for years. Oh, like a dunce. And then that was there for like a day. Yeah. Someone half-inched it. I won't say who, but an actress lived in a house in Bristol that had a Banksy on the house. Mm. She bought it with the Banksy on the house. and Did when it go up in value because of that? When or? Banksy got famous, it became a tourist attraction and it used to annoy them. Yeah, they painted they over sleep. it. They painted over it. They painted over a Banksy. I can kind of get that, in a way, because to her, it's her house. And yeah. she's just got people turning up, taking pictures outside the, their you house. You just removed a bit of wall. That's what they've done before. You removed the Take wall. the wall out. You skim it. off the wall. Yeah. And you send it. No, they did it. They yeah. did it. He deliberately... And then put the bricks back but in. But he deliberately stenciled a, a scouter or something or somewhere that he knew they could take it off and use the money when they sold it to redo. So it was quite a clever idea, really. Yeah. My house has quite a lot of Banksy themes. Um, I can't wait for you to come back over, but I'm not going to invite you until I've done, like, this next... After I finish this final phase. phase. Yeah. Will it be a, like, switch on, your do? Yes. But, uh... Yeah, it'll be a grand reveal. Yeah. Does everyone in the area know where you live? Yes. Me and my friends went for a meal the other day at Coal and Cotton. Really nice, yeah. Oh, yeah, you love it there. And, and afterwards, yeah. we popped into like a bar around the yeah. corner. And my mate Jack plays rugby. Yeah. 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 And this lad goes to Jack. He was like, did you play for Fev against Lee? And Jack was like, yeah, yeah, I did. And he kind of turned around to me and went, why are you mates with someone from Fev then? If, you know, if you're a Lee fan. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not really a Lee fan. He was like, who are you supporting rugby then? It's like, well, I'm not big into rugby, but if I did, probably cast tigers. Like, mm. he went, cast tigers? He went, you live on my support cast tigers? And, and I went, can you not shout my address out in the bar? You'd be a good spy. Yeah. Yeah. You just said your name of your road. I'll get around in the morning. Producer. yeah. It's, it's, it's the one with New Drive. It's the one with New Drive. I'll get producer Henry to bleep it out. But anyway, I go mm. to this lad. I was like, how do you know I live there? He goes, Everyone knows everyone you live does. there. And so like, you, you the, the woman on the bar went, everyone knows you live there. I was like, all right. You have got your name on your car. That's Ooh. why I've never had a private reg. I'm fully aware. I, I, yeah, I, de- I deserve it. I, yeah. I've seen a few private regs yeah. in town. Yeah. And just because I've remembered, oh, he's got X95 on his yeah. reg. I always know where he roughly lives. I don't know who the guy is. Yeah. I've never seen the driver, yeah, but, but I know that yeah. car and that person lives there. there. But I'm doing um, I'm doing Loose Women Live this Friday. Yeah. Okay. Manchester Opera House. Okay. So Loose Women are on tour doing like theatres and I'm one of the guests in the second half, like sitting on you know but, yeah, the be, being interviewed, yeah, bloody bloody blah. And um the the producer um, sent me all the things and I said, look, I, I want to drive because I don't live too far away. She said, yeah, that's fine. She said, um, can you just send me your reg for the cast car park? Oh. And I was like, yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> 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 and I was like... Oh. Oh. It's Colson. It's your reg, Colson. Colson. No, no, you're not, not your name. No, no, what's... Yeah, not your name. I always <laughs> get that. Like, someone guy said the other day, he was like, are you all right to take these parcels in for next door? I was like, yeah, yeah, sound, no worries. He went, 
what's your name? And I went, Colson. And he went, no, your first name. <laughs> and I'm, but it happens all the time. And I'm like, my name's Colson. Colson Colson. Colson Colson. <laughs> that would be a great name. Smith Colson. What's your name? Colson Colson. I'm, I'm, yeah. I've had enough. Colson Colson. Yeah, so I'm basically... My week has been spent being a homeowner. It's taken me, it took me a long time to do the painting. Mm. Like, had to do it in processes. But um, painted the fences, painted the gate, painted the concrete. I've got to put the lights on. I did some painting inside the house. Oof. It's all go at um, the top secret location of Colson's house. <laughs> <laughs> what have you two been doing? I've been in work this week and we got an email. You'd have had the email actually, but I don't know if you two would have seen it because you weren't in. But the email was that the Canadians were coming over for the a entire tour. country. Yeah. Canada like was every coming single over. person. Yeah. And New Zealand, they was coming over wow. as well. Different days. So basically what happens... When Colin, New Zealand there? Not yesterday, the day before, I think. And Missed basically, it. I never saw the people from New Zealand because I was on set, right? Okay. And I think they were coming. You know, there's that tours that are now on at work, but they're on during the week. No. No. Yeah. So it's a new thing. You know the new building? Oh, the museum. The museum. So now at Corrie, there's a museum that's open through the day. It's open through the day, but... You never see them unless you walk into that the museum. museum. I think it's like eight quid entry or something like that, and but, you go to a museum. Okay, but it's so, not a tour; it's okay. just a museum. So it's a museum, right? Yeah. And there were loads of people in there having like a tour and, and a look yeah. round, right? So it's yeah. a museum of Corrie. We don't see that side because we're not on that side. Yeah. But if you ever got lost or something, yeah. trying to find the toilet, yeah, and you ended up in there, yeah, like Helen Worth did. Oh, on Tuesday, no. looking oh. for the toilet, and she's come off walked set into with the me, Canadian fan club, and she walked into oh, New Zealand. Oh, and they loved their it. heads fell off because Gail Platts just walked looking in for the toilet, and she was like, "No, no, no, no! I'm not meant to be here. Yeah. I'm meant to be at the toilet." I'm I'm looking for the toilet, and they were like, "Oh, oh, oh my God!" So then they've too lost late, their mind. Too late. Too late. You're too late, in. Too late. You're in. You're in. Sixty people. The pictures, and she's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm on set, I'm on set now. I've literally nipped off for it. So she's, she's, gone, from, she's gone from she's Studio gone 4. completely lost. Taken the wrong yes. way. And she's ended up in the museum. So she's gone from the Platts, yeah. needed a wee, yeah. and ended up in the middle of the tour. Oh, oh, I didn't know you get to it no, the studio. you can't. You can. It's designed, the studio, so that you don't... But she's worked against the she's system. She's gone through the fire exit, yeah, hasn't she? Has. I know exactly, yeah. I know exactly yeah. where she's gone. Hi. That was one Wednesday. I'm in work and an email goes out saying the Canadians are here. You never read emails. No, I only knew about it. Someone, someone said. said we've all got an email. Oh, right. There you go. So that's when I went, oh, right. Oh, yeah, we have. The Canadians are in. If... The lovely person who works with us, AJ, AJ. she yeah. said, if I see you, can I grab you for five yeah. minutes, whatever, just yeah. to say hello to them. Yeah. They've come a long way. And I said, yeah, fine, because I love Canadians, and everybody does. And they love Sofa Cinema Club. They do. They do. They do. <gasps> have no, you I'm met... Seeing. Have you, You've not met a Sofa Cinema Well... Ah. So... Ah, here we go. There's the rub. So... Have you met our tour manager? No, no. Oh, so I haven't. No. I don't. So Nancy's not there. She Nancy's not from Canada. Oh, where's she from? We've established this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Massachusetts. 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 <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. 
Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you've met So, them. anyway... Yeah. Some Canadians came... So, they said, Jack, can yeah. Chris Gascoigne... You and Chris Gascoigne are going yeah. down now. Yeah. Chris Gascoigne, Peter Barlow, right? Yeah. Are you all right to nip down... Good for them. Peter five, and ten David. Minutes. Peter and David. So, I thought... I went, do you know what? I went, should we do it together, Chris? And then it's, he went, yeah, great. Um, both of us go through together. They're on the street now having a tour. 60, 70 of them, right? That's how yeah. many there is. So they said, if you go down, say hello, a couple of pictures, whatever. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, get out. Yeah. yeah? Now I was back on set. Fanny's your aunt? It's the same. It's the same. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so me and Chris went down, and oh my God, is right. These Canadians have turned around and they've gone, oh wow, look, it's, it's Peter Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> that's fame right. that's fame Peter like... Baldwin that's fame right he's giving it this <laughs> giving it this he's, and he's then like that. someone's gone it's David P. Shepard oh my <laughs> gosh oh my golly gosh can we have a selfie I'm like yeah 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 great but there were uh, the two of them said they were big fans of the podcast Get in. So that's good. David that's good. P. Shepard and David Peter P. Baldwin. I love that. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do love Peter Baldwin. Peter Baldwin's, Baldwin's good. I love, that. I love Peter it. Ba- was he ever any relation to Mike Baldwin? <laughs> well, I'm thinking Alec Baldwin. That's what goes through my head. But of course, there is Mike Baldwin. But I'm thinking Peter Baldwin. Peter Baldwin. Ah, Peter Baldwin. Wow. <laughs> and did he just wait? Did he wait? <laughs> yeah. Carry it off. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what I'd have been. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, I wonder what you'd have been. Fun. Chesney, that's what Chesney, you'd have been. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been Chesney. <laughs> it's um, hot in the studio, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of hot, the hot news of the month in the So Cinema Club world is the Patreon. People are going mental for it, aren't they? Yes, we do. People, we do have some new new members. Yeah, they're, they're, they're flooding in. Well, we've got a lot of new members. We've got enough new members to last us for the series in terms of jobs. But genuinely, if you want to get involved. On the Patreon, Sofa Cinema Club fans are loving it. So the big thing is, if you like listening to Sofa Cinema Club and you fancy watching it, you can now watch our main Thursday episodes in full on the Patreon. So if you fancy that, sign up, get on tier two, get on to watching us free in studio, have a laugh. You'd see Jackie in a Mawam right now if you were watching, wouldn't you? Yeah, you, you don't. You can't tell. You can't tell you if you're listening it, on iTunes or Spotify or Podfollow or Podbean, but if you're watching on Patreon, you can see Jack eating an orange mawam. It's Mau-am. the only place you can see it. Yeah. You can't see it anywhere else. It's exclusive to Patreon. How is the orange mawam? It's orange. Speaking of orange mawams, should we talk about Oppenheimer? Yes. Yeah? Ben, it's a big big synopsis. Uh, yeah, obviously. So Oppenheimer, Robert Oppenheimer is a scientist who is charged by the American government to come up with the atomic bomb in a race to beat the Nazis getting their bomb together. War ends, so they don't need the bomb, but they continue development. They take the bomb that he's invented with his team and drop it on Japan. And then the sort of third, last third of the film... Pardon? They did it again. They did it twice. Did it twice. The third part... synopsis, not yours, pal. You stay, the third part stay in your of the film box. is really Oppenheimer then coming to terms with the devastation that he's caused. So, big film of 2023. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer and Barbie. 
yeah. released on the same day. Massive for cinema. Probably the biggest thing post-COVID. Bigger than Batman post-COVID, do you reckon? Bigger than Spider-Man? What do you mean, Batman? Like, you know, post-COVID, people going back to the cinema. We had, uh, we yeah, had the I Batman, suppose, we had the uh, Spider-Man. Top, Top Gun was big, wasn't it? Top Gun 2 when that came out. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say, I mean, there was a lot of buzz and people went. a lot of people for both I, films. I watched Barbie at like... 12 o'clock on a Monday and the cinema was rammed. Yeah. Rammed. It was probably going a bit like to how it was when I was a kid, maybe when Jack was a kid, and how films were at the cinema. So people at work were talking about it, you went to the cinema, it was rammed, but it, the cinema became an event. Yeah. So you wanted to see them. Yeah. You wanted to see these movies at the cinema. That was what's different. So the big thing about Oppenheimer, Ben, was me and Jack watched it. In fact... I watched it you before watched it both first. of you. Yeah, you did. I went Barbie on the Monday, Oppenheimer on the Friday. You did Oppenheimer midweek, and it took you about a month, didn't it? He was on holiday. I was on it? holiday. Any Did other? Not for a month, you weren't. Yeah, I take long holidays. You slacked, like in, you slacked in getting this watch, didn't you? No. I think the thing is, they were rammed. One the but did, did you rammed. fancy it? Did you want no, to I watch it? I have to be honest. I didn't want to go to a cinema where it was absolutely rammed and I couldn't concentrate. Yeah. So I went to a very quiet cinema with a very, very good screen and sound, which I know is very, very good, and I was nearly on my own. See, on the flip side, Jack, you sat in a fully booked-out cinema because you had to watch it in IMAX, you I said. wanted the IMAX experience, yeah. And Nyla, my daughter, I'd recently introduced her to... Christopher Nolan. She watched Memento. She's seen, out. Good she's, luck, Nyla. Jesus. She loved it. She's seen the Batman, the, the Batman trilogies. She's seen Inception. She loves that. Yeah. And then I, I showed her Interstellar. She loved that. She really yeah. loved that. She thought that was his best one. And when she knew that Oppenheimer was coming out, she was really excited for it because it was Christopher Nolan. She's a big fan of him. And I said, look, I'll take you to an IMAX. She's never been to an IMAX before. And I went, so we'll see it on like a massive screen and it sort of like bends around and it does. And look, I mean, we had to book in advance, but we got some tickets and we took her and she loved it. Cinema snacks? No? I'm not asked for cinema snacks, but if whoever I'm with wants to eat, whatever. So I'm not a big cinema snacks fan, especially on a movie like that. I'm a bit like, please don't get the nachos out. How Come many litres of water did I take into Oppenheimer? I don't know. Three. <laughs> Two big bottles of Did you? Evian. Just because I drink a lot of water and it was three hours. But then you get enough. That's like piss. I did have a piss. I didn't drink uh, that much. Did, I you have a, did you have a wee? No, no. Did no. you have a wee? No. Do you want to know when I did have a wee? I went for a wee in the scene where they told them that the war had ended. I don't think that's a bad Are time. Are you joking? Hang on, which? Right after the bomb's gone off? No, no. Before, when the war had ended in Germany... So I went for a wee. Oh, right, I think I know. I went when for a... in, like, the... Well, hold on. They were in a meeting room. The blackboard room. Yeah, they were in a meeting but, room. Why, and... are you t- why are you drinking two litres of water in three, three hours? I drink, three I drink loads and loads of yeah, water. You need to pack that in. It's not good for you. You'll drown. Mm, loads. But, but you make it sound like, like it's like breathing air. No, I drink a lot of water. A lot. I have to be hydrated otherwise I get cramped because I'm an athlete. Load of crap. You forget that I'm an yeah, But hold it, you could surely go three hours without not drinking three three litres of water. You must have been desperate for I, a week. I don't know how much I drink in the day. Like, it's hard to tell because obviously I just have those bottles. Yeah. In the fridge, I have four bottles chilled and I'll, I'll definitely drink them. 
So that's what in the day? Four litres? Well, no. They're four litre and a half bottles, aren't they? What? What? The bottles are a litre and a half. They're not fitting in your fridge. They are. One bottle's four litres. So you're drinking... No. You're one drinking... bottle is a litre and oh, a half. You're drinking six litres of water. It's sometimes in the morning, Ben. You're drinking 12 <laughs> litres of water a day. <laughs> no, I need to pack that in. I don't think you do. You do. I think twelve liters of water. Because I start, I start, I did a water camel. I did a water load for the marathon, and now I've just kept doing it. What's a water load? Like before, I went on a long run, or before I ran the marathon, I'd all, I'd drink loads of water, so I was extra hydrated. No. But it didn't work. You got cramp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now I'm and drinking more. If you drink more. too much water, it don't. It goes the opposite because your body can't take it, so it goes all. Flushes it out. Goes, flushes it out, stretches it goes what straight did I buy that? to your bladder. I also, know. you have to drink water at room temperature. You can't drink it cold, apparently. I don't like this theory. Why? So cold water... Oh, it doesn't go into your body? No, because it's too cold, so it goes straight to your bladder, and then you go in it, you wing uh, it out, so your body isn't staying hydrated. Ah, uh, maybe that is true. Because uh, so I, I... You're not staying hydrated. I like that. If I need to get it cold quick, I'll stick it in the freezer, and then it is cold. Can you only drink cold water? Well, I only drink water, don't forget, you forget that. So you drink tea and coffee and tea. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you don't drink water. Whereas, I drink tiny, t- tiny bits of coffee then. But Espresso. all I drink is water. 12 litres, no wonder you needed a wee. Okay, so we all saw it. <laughs> but uh, it just fascinates me, knowing it's a three-hour film. Yeah. That is one the one thing, we've got to bring it up. Running time of the film. Don't fail three hours, does it's it? A three, no, no, I, I, I no very good. But it's a three-hour film. Yeah, I thought it was but really good. That's what good I paid plan. for. That's yeah. what I wanted. And because it was hyped up as a three-hour film, you went when you had three hours spare. So I went at two o'clock on a Friday afternoon and got out of the cinema at half five. Yeah. The thing is, now if Christopher Nolan did a ninety-minute film, I think we'd all be pissed off. I think. I suppose you think to yourself. It's a very, very big subject to fit in, isn't it? It's a very well, big subject. it's quantum physics. He's yeah. teaching the audience yeah. quantum physics in three yeah. hours. And it's, you've yeah. got to try and understand what he's yeah. doing. It's a struggle at the start, isn't it? When well, yeah, and they're all... T- I mean, but, in fairness to Christopher Nolan, he does it. Yeah. He does it. As a writer and a director, you do follow what's going on. I mean, there's bits when I went off a little bit and I was like, I'm not quite sure You're telling me you understand on. the maths? No, do I oh. bollocks? But he doesn't go into the grave detail of that. Yeah. That is the subject matter, isn't it? Yeah. So the fact that he's stuck with us and we've stayed in the film yeah. and we're interested for three hours when the subject matter is... I think is you also got that, that sense of it was a group of scientists pushing for a breakthrough and then the... The actual other part of it, what they realised, the discovery. They made. They but they were the only ones that knew what it would be, even without theoretically, even without dropping it. Well, they didn't even know what it was going to be at the start, did they? They were trying to disprove something, and the whole bit that you know, the difference between Robert Oppenheimer is he is a scientist of theory rather than a scientist of practical, isn't he? So everyone was saying practically, nothing can ever happen. You can't split these atoms, and Oppenheimer mm. was like, but on the maths. I can. And so, he, so they tried it. They tried it with the maths, and the guy went, "Yeah, I think you could be on something." And Oppenheimer went, "But if it's that, that, and that, mm. do you know what that means? Do you know what that reaction would be?" And he discovers that it would be the most powerful bomb that has ever been made mm. to man. Mm. And then, obviously, there, there's a whole thing about the, the army find out about Oppenheimer's studies because obviously he's working in 
but it's Berkeley College. He's working in a university, isn't he? He's, yeah, you know, in le- Cambridge. Is he at Cambridge? But he oh, goes right. through. He leaves Cambridge because that basically that scientist who he meets is basically saying you're too theoretical. Yeah. So you the maths will be one thing, but your thinking is too yeah. big. It's very similar to Einstein's thinking, isn't it? They both say they were both crap at maths. Right. You need it, but we're both crap at maths. But they're much more thinkers. Okay. Yeah. And I okay. I, I guess. When Oppenheimer's made the discovery and he's at the university in America in that teaching job and the army find out what he's working on, he's then not allowed to work on his own project, is he? Because of these communist connections from his brother and his family. And he kind of gets, you know, put on the back burner because if it is a bomb, they don't want him to have anything to do with it. They don't really want to say it's a bomb, do they? Yeah. They don't want to say what they're working at. They want to keep it all quiet. Matt Damon's character's... He, and then the other, what's it, um, Josh? Josh Hartnett. Hartnett is the scientist that they've recruited, basically, haven't they, initially? I think, for me, this film, as soon as Matt Damon and Oppenheimer are like, yeah, we know what we're working on, let's do it, tell me what you need, as soon as they start building that town, yeah, this film completely changes. Goes to one of the best films I've ever seen in my entire life. From that moment of them building, building the town, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was interesting that they're all geniuses in what they do, like all these scientists. They were all men, weren't they? Mm. They're all incredibly, incredibly bright, but none of them had any people skills whatsoever. Like you know, it's none of them could look after their own children. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they didn't know how. It's a, so what do I do with this? It's probably the smartest man in the world, and he gives his kid yeah, away because he didn't know how to communicate. Whatsoever, just. But also, you get the sense that he was, he was also obsessed, only by this one problem. Yeah. Did you not fancy going and living in the desert and working on the project? Would you not have been up for that? I don't know. I think I suppose it's more interesting that they were initially challenged by making something so the Nazis didn't have it. That was their challenge. Yeah. Race. It's race it's with the race. Russians, what they did after that, yeah. isn't yeah. It? It, that, that was what was driving them. But then when the war finished, they were sort of too far down the road. So they went, oh, drop it anyway. Yeah. I thought it got a bit tied up with all the court stuff. I thought Robert Downey Jr. was excellent. Yeah, mm. I, I thought it. he was really... But I did find that court stuff... Not so interesting. I did. did you? Inter- I, really I liked, liked the court stuff. I loved all that. The bit. So did you like bottom. nothing in black and white? I was more interested in how he and they dealt with it much less. How he how he dealt with the reality what, of what his invention becoming that real. So what happened was that after they dropped the bomb, he realised there was an initial. Death toll wasn't there, but then what he started to realise, and they all started to factor in that year after year after year, people were continuing to die. And it was more that, that what I was more interested in was the Americans separated themselves, and then he was left with, oh, no, no, this is your invention. Yeah, no, yeah. You see that bit where they were picking where they were going to drop the bomb? Yeah. And there's certain... Cities and yeah. places crossed. And he says, not there, I honeymooned there. Yeah. Kyoto. One of them says, oh, um, why is this one crossed off? And he went, oh, um, me and my wife went there on honeymoon. Yeah. Lovely little place. Blah, it's blah, a blah. beautiful city. That's actually a true story, apparently. Because Christopher Nolan asked the actual guy why things were crossed uh. off. 
and allegedly throughout uh, documents that were cert- that were crossed off for um, its historical and culture things that it that it's got there, right? That's why. And he says, well, actually, it's just me and my wife went there on our honeymoon. And Christopher Nolan's like, all oh, right, okay, that's why we you crossed it off. And he went, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, d- um, we, we didn't want to didn't want to do anything to that. And Christopher Nolan thought that was fucking mad. Like, so arbitrary, it isn't it? So we put that in. Yeah. There's so many mad things in the film, and I think almost what Ben was like touching on there. What I love is this isn't a war movie. It's a movie of science. It sticks to the science and it sticks to the fact. And that's what I like, is it doesn't get carried away with... It's just a reminder, isn't it? Yeah. Of how far the human race can go in self-destruction. And it's still scary now, is it? Yeah, of course. Well, obviously, there's there's the scene, which is the thing that everyone will always remember, which is him and Einstein by the pond when he says something and Stein doesn't understand what he's ever said. And basically, he says to Einstein... I think I've just started the end of the world. Yeah, I, Einstein sort of says, look, in the end, what you all did is you all thought I was lost the plot a little bit yeah. and you all thought my theories and that were a little bit stupid and it was the old man, he's getting on a bit, blah, blah, blah. But then you feel sorry for me and you'll bring me to some sort of award ceremony. You'll mm. give me some bullshit award to make yourself feel good mm. about giving me a award. And he says, that's what will happen with you. Yeah. And that is exactly what, what I felt was Einstein at the very end yeah. was almost like the ultimate had sort of been there and done it and yeah. gone, this is yours. Mm. That's why he said, no, no, no. I'm known for what I'm known for. Yeah. You're known for this. And then there'll be someone else. Yeah. I think that's what he's trying to say. Yeah. The next invention comes or the next science breakthrough comes. Uh, but like, this did you is hear what that? Did you have you watched that painkiller? You know the thing that's on Netflix at the minute. No, there's just a really good scene in it where you know Jackson get, and Jam. I suppose it can be. I, it's basically Dope Sick too. Yeah. yeah, remember Dope Sick? Yeah. that came out. It's basically that. But there's a bit on it talking about people inventing things. There's the guy who invented dynamite, right? Yeah, he had a brother. Yeah, and his brother died. And a newspaper read out like, what is it? Obli- obligatories? Is it when some obituaries? Obituaries. Yeah. That's the uh, what's the word? Obituary. Yeah, that. Yeah. The uh, the newspaper had read out his obituary as though yeah. he had died, but it wasn't him. It was his brother. Yeah. But the guy who invented dynamite read his own obituary basically yeah. in a newspaper, which you never get to do because uh, you're dead. And he realised he hadn't and done anything. And all they were doing is just talking to him for inventing dynamite and blowing people up. And that's what he was known for. And he's, as he read it, he thought, that is literally what they're going to remember me for. Yeah. So he changed what he did and he said, I'm now going to stop doing that. And I'm going to, basically all my time and efforts are going to go into science and creating something for uh, the good of the world, yeah. for giving um, and, um, things out for yeah. people who create massive things in yeah. science and that guy was called Nobel Nobel, yeah. Peace, the Nobel Prize. Peace Prize and that's what he did he created yeah. so the guy who created the Nobel oh, Peace God, Prize also created Dynamite that's God. very good so last question after watching the film understanding the story of Oppenheimer do you feel sympathy for him? yes I do but then I thought it was I really liked that bit that um, Gary Oldman Gary Oldman's in one yeah, scene isn't he yeah, playing as uh, yeah. Henry Truman is it Harry yeah, Truman yeah, whatever yeah, it is Harry the, the uh, 
president yeah. of America at the time, yeah. when he goes to see him, yeah. Yeah. he's saying he is racked with guilt having created this bomb. Yeah. And he does feel, he feels, you know, responsible yeah. enormously. And the president basically is pissed off with him thinking that. Yeah. He's like, no one gives a shit who About invented you. the bomb. Yeah. They know, Japan know, that I dropped the bomb. Because I did drop the bomb. I gave the call, and they know that. And I'm glad they know that. So he loves the fact that they think Truman is responsible for dropping the bomb. Whereas Oppenheimer hates the fact that he thinks he's responsible. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought it's like, yeah, I thought it's... I did... Mm. I can't remember what your question was. Feel, feel sympathy, sympathy for him. So yeah, I do feel sympathy for him. That's what I thought the court case did an amazing job at. That's why I thought the court case was important because the court case makes you realise how he's chasing invention and we see him chasing this invention. Mm. And in the court case, he's sat with it's the reality of his invention, potentially you know, crimes against humanity, war crimes, mm. everything. You see his wife. I, I didn't particularly rate Emily Blunt until that scene in the court as well. I didn't uh, think she I've, was great. And I then I thought that scene good. in the court was mint. Florence Pugh is a bit... You're not mad on Florence Pugh. I don't know why they're both naked. If people are naked in a scene... They weren't very well drawn. It wasn't a fully drawn character, I didn't feel. No, I, it was a bit weird. It sat opposite each other, like interviewing each other naked. A bit like we are right now. I thought it was... A, <laughs> I thought it was just a bit weird. But in fairness to Cillian Murphy's performance, for someone who does such an horrific... Call him Cillian. Cillian? Killian? Killian. Killian. Sicilian Lemon. In fairness to the Sicilian Lemon's performance, (laughs) I thought he was fabulous. Uh, In fairness... To the spicy Sicilian pasta. And everything he's done as his character. You've gone, you've you've lost your fucking, you've lost your head. We've got to get to the fucking. Sicilian. Sicilian. What do you want want to eat? Can I have spicy Killian Sicilian pasta? (laughs) See, it's normally you two bullying me, but. It is. I was just saying it's a credit to his acting because for someone who basically portrays a villain, you do feel sympathy for him. So he must be doing something brilliant in his performance for, you know, for everything. You know, he's dropped a bomb, he's built a bomb that's killed a lot of people. We should hate him, but I do feel sympathy for him as well. It's exactly the same as how I feel. Should we take a quick break, have some Sicilian pasta and then give our ratings? Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is... AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Shrink the Books is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namon Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Books is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. Oh, it's lovely that one, it Ben. It was lovely. <laughs> did you enjoy your Sicilian pasta? That's it. That's it. I didn't say Sicilian. I said Sicilian. <laughs> Same thing. Um, I, I'm torn because I get the feeling sometimes he's trying to direct the big movie. He's trying to direct the movie that beats does like 2001 and he tries to he tries to create that movie that everyone will go my goodness this is a 10 out of 10 it's a classic i didn't think it was that do you feel a pressure to think that when you go into watching a film no i don't that's what i'm saying now i'm just saying i'm aware he's trying to create that like if you look at 2001 that's kubrick's version of the whole of time from the birth of man yeah, yeah. to yeah. the end. And it's shy. <laughs> well, but what you'd... <laughs> no, go on, it was. Well, he's he a like fucking it, bell he? end. He didn't like it. <laughs> you'd say that to me. Yeah, he didn't like 2001. No, I know, but you're saying the same film, that's the thing. What do you mean, the same film? So, you think, it, it's fine you think it's shite, but what you're pointing out is these big films... That's what I'm trying to point out. It's a big film. It's bigger than the film you've watched. Yeah, but then I, I agree with what you're saying in the sense of not feeling pressured by how everyone else feels about watching a film. Yeah, but loads of people don't like 2001. Yeah. Loads of people. Most people don't like it, Colson. I mean, certain people who like film go, yeah, that's the film. I know for a fact he loves it. Yeah. Because he says, he always, always says, he always goes back to 2001. Yeah. He, 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 he <laughs> I, just, I haven't, I'm not meant to press you, but I've just kicked you in teeth, have I? No. What do you mean? Do you seem annoyed? That I've... No, 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 no. I'm not annoyed you don't like the film. I suppose what I'm annoyed about is you're not seeing the point I'm trying to make about what he's trying to create. You think 2001 shite. That's fine. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is he's trying to create more than a film. In what so Kubrick, sense? Kubrick created more than a film. The reason you think it's shit is it's so big, you just didn't <laughs> get into it. You just didn't... Oh, okay. well, yeah, go on. I, I, so you're thinking every time Nolan's trying to do that with everything. And you can't do 2001 all the time. Yeah. And he's trying to do that. He's trying to do... I think he's trying to do that that before he's trying to make the film. Yeah. I think he's trying to go, what is the biggest subject that hasn't been done that will make people go, oh, wow. He's done a film that encapsulates physics, a Mm. court case. Mm. That's what I felt. More than I felt... I wanted to forget all that and I just wanted to see that film. Do you see what I mean? Okay. So I felt like... He tried to fit 
everything in, whereas I was much more interested, really, in the development of the bomb. The bomb is dropped, and then I wanted to know more about, less about the court case, but more about Oppenheimer's wrestling and Einstein's wrestling with what it is to be human and to invent something that feels subhuman. That's what he so did. So you wanted more character. You wanted he more from the character. He invented something that was beyond than... human. Yes, but maybe those conversations didn't actually happen. Like, I think it portrayed that in the film. They weren't very good at people skills. Yeah, I think it was just more from him where I just felt like, yeah, I get it. And it had some really, really great bits, but there were moments where I'm thinking, it's three parts, they're not fused. And it didn't feel like... I didn't come out the cinema going, wow. Came out going, yeah, I like that bit, I like that bit, I didn't like that bit. So it's not... Too built up, maybe? Too built up? I just felt like he's just gone to try and write... Rating, then. Number, give me a number. I think I'm going to go... Einstein came up with the theory of gravity quicker than you no, go with them. Fuck. Keep that in. Put that in, you silly and pasta. Put that in. Put that in. Einstein came... Jesus fucking fuck. came up with gravity quicker. Well, it was taking fucking ages, so my rating's going to last Einstein with a fucking apple dropping on his head. I've just changed history forever there, haven't I? Eight. 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 Okay. You got that big. I thought you got it. Look, it is still a cinematic experience. Experience. It's still a very, very good film. It's still got shoot. The performances are fantastic. Mm. Killian Murphy is brilliant, and the questions and the things it brings up are worthy. These films have to be made, but it wasn't the ten where I was going. Oh wow, I've just seen something I'm gonna to have to rewatch. I'll go nine point two. Explain I, the point two. It's a point two, I just think it that's where it lives in the nines. It's in the nines and it's whereabouts it is. I think he's done a an amazing job, Nolan, on a subject matter that has been done, World War Two. I mean, alright, the bomb hasn't, but I mean that it's been done to death. It's another war film. Uh, what more can you bring? He's shot it in an amazing way. I mean, it's shot. I mean, I was spoiled. I watched it on the IMAX. So it's huge screen, yeah. obviously. What is the IMAX? Three double-decker buses? No, no, it's not 3D. It's, yeah. No, three double-decker buses, isn't it? I think it, it is. Two, meant two, to be. two on top of each other, one it's to the side. It's meant to cover your whole periphery. Yeah. It's so it's meant to cover double-decker, double-decker, double-decker. So the one in Manchester isn't as big as it the one in big. BFI. Well, it well, it will be in London, will it? Because we get fuck all up now. <laughs> no, not, it's, an, it's, it's not a proper IMAX. It's not a full IMAX. It's a super you know. It's basically, it's two tennies put together. And they've got two 80-inch tellies. And they've put together side Isn't the one in Bradford massive? I don't fucking know if it's still there. It has to be, no, it's the one in London. No, it's the one in London. It's one and a half tellies. Hang on, Bradford has the... It has, has to be called IMAX because the print is IMAX. Yeah, Bradford. Not just a big screen. No, Bradford has the... the, the no, inv- Bradford has the fucking... Head of the biggest fucking film thing in the world. It had the head of summit. The the film and TV museum. 
Yeah, you know that lion on MGM that goes. Yeah. They have the head of the lion. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's from Bradford. BD one. The famous Bradford lion. Right, go on. What's your right. rating? I'm uh, nine point two. Nine point two. Coles. Ten. Absolutely Ooh. loved it. Genuinely. I genuinely thought it was I'll amazing. watch it again as soon as it comes out to rent I'll, I, I'll watch it I, I said I would have gone with you to the cinema to watch it two weeks after I saw it yeah, well yeah. I said to you the day after I saw it I think I genuinely absolutely left the cinema and I was like that is quite something the acting a story that I hold my hands up I did not have a clue and know anything about but the science the excitement and then the horror and then the emotion and then almost kind of the guilt and freedom that he, he gets. It's all from Killian. It's all from, you know, Killian's performance as Oppenheimer. But I genuinely thought it was phenomenal. And bearing in mind, when I've watched Nolan films before, other than Batman, I've not been able to digest them whatsoever. Whereas this, I sat there in the cinema with three litres of water and I left. <laughs> Doing a wee. Doing a wee for two and a half hours. I left and I I left in what felt like literally from them going to the desert and building the town, that felt like 20 minutes to me. Go on, what's that then? Hold on, I don't know. 19.2 at 8, which is 27.2. 27.2, so where's it? Top's got to be top, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be. Just, just above fire two in the point, sky. Two points above twelve angry men. Yeah, both both my picks at the top. So my two, Come on. my point two, made it. Made it. Over. I genuinely, I, I, I think it's ace. I really do think it's ace. First ten of series eight from Coles and from any of us, really. What's next? Do we hand out jobs? We do hand out jobs. We hand out jobs to our Patreon members who come and get a job in So Cinema Land. So Cinema Land is what then? So Cinema Land. When have you called it So Cinema Land? You've just said our studio. What? What? What is it? So Cinema Land. When you don't know, you ask one of us. It's a, <laughs> you've called it So no, Cinema I will, Land. I will answer for you. It's it's a movie studio yeah. it's a production house it's a cinema it's it's got an amusement ride it's, it's got development it is so for cinema land it's a it's almost fine, a, fine. it's so for cinema land now okay it's what would be getting bigger were, and bigger when you have mickey mouse at disneyland what would so for cinema land have well it's got a train no but what's the mascot the mascot is hey, a surfer. The mascot is us three with his hands around his shoulders, and we have mechanical legs that kick people in the balls when they're walking. <laughs> That's what I think. And it then would they be. can sit on us. Hey, hey, here he is, the sofa. Hey, sofa. And all day in So Cinema Clubland, it plays our theme tune just on repeat. Wherever you are, you go into the toilet, and it's still there playing. Anyway, the latest job for us to give out. Is it's it's on it's on the sides of us opening up Sofa Cinema Club Land. We've been on an hour in about it potentially being a bit of a experience, a theme park opening up for tours. Yeah. And we are opening up for tours because we've got the train that was going around the edge and now we're gonna allow some people to walk just to the marshland. No for you can't go to the marshland, can't it's go dangerous. to the Frankland. Well, and it's a working set, Jack, it let's is, not yeah. be ridiculous. Um but I need someone at the entrance in charge of the tills and in charge of the tills is Samuel Tilly right I've got one okay so we're opening a bar so at side of heaven and hell 
we've got a bar and it's called I tell you what, the person who's running the bar, the cocktails, is Terry Jaquila and she's on tequila. <laughs> Terry Jaquila. Let us know, Terry, if that's the correct pronunciation pronunciation of your name. That Terry rhymes tequila, with tequila, you're on tequilas. So she's got the tequila bar side of Evan and L. I like it. And Ben, you've been um you've been to see the girls in the complaints department this week, haven't you? In from HR and they've they've given you a complaint to deal with, haven't they? Kirsty Samples. Yeah. Hi guys. I'm finally up to date with the podcast again. Downside to stopping baby night feeds is that I've lost my prime listening slot. Anyway, I feel like it's time to come clean. I signed up to Patreon before jobs were being handed out. Oh. So I don't have one. I've so far been on a free ride, but in my defence, I've been on maternity leave anyway. Get it, get it. I dread to think what my job would be, but as my baby's almost one, I suppose it's time to go to work. Keep doing what you do. Love the podcast. Summer episodes were great as well. So we can give her a name. Please welcome our new head of samples, Kirsty Samples. But what's that mean? No, but she's in charge of samples. What? We're not sampling anything. We are sampling everything. The marshland? The no! Marshland. I don't eat marshland. No, what are you doing? It's a sample. It's a sample of clothing or a sample it's of food. She didn't, she's Perfume. A, anything we have samples of. Perfume. She's sampling everything. You jumped in there. Stole it. You've you stole it. You haven't, haven't even finished. So Kirsty needs a what job. About her child is one. Right. She's ready to work. What's her job, Jack? Her job is, you know, like I like to smell nice, don't I? Yeah. We all like perfume. Yeah. What if she's developing new Do you know what? perfume samples? And the samples, because in certain shops now, you get a puff of perfume, don't yeah. you, before you go in? Yeah, and you go, and she goes, I'll give you some samples. So for, so for Cinema Club Land, must have its own smell. Yeah, it does. Surely. So she's working out. She's on that. She's a she's nose. Working out she's working out. She's a nose. Kirsty Sample Kirstie is our nose. So Kirsty Samples is head perfume. of samples. Perfumery. No, perfumery. Perfume samples. No, she's no. the one who's going about sorting out the fragrance of the building. Head of fragrances. Because the, the marsh stinks. Head of smells. Let's Head be, of smells. Let's, let's be honest. Head of smells. If you have signed up for a job on Patreon and your job's not been read out yet, do not fear because me and Jack and Ben are sitting through all of the CVs and we're trying to get as many jobs out to everyone as we can, can't we? But it's just hard taking so many people on, isn't it, Jack? It is incredibly hard. But in saying that, if you do want to be taken on, simply sign up at www.patreon.com forward slash Sofa Cinema Club. We're back here next week when... What are we watching, Jack? Because I've completely forgot to ask you. It's my pick. It is your pick. Fast, it has. Um, since, obviously... Fire in the Sky. Amazing. Don't we all remember that very well? Um, my next film pick... I'd say it's a light-hearted romp. Obviously, we've had Oppenheimer that's been can be a bit heavy, can't it? So the film that I'm picking is Midnight Run with De Niro, Charles Grodin. <laughs> this was De Niro moving slightly into more. This Comedy, was De Niro more into kind of co- trying to go into more comedy stuff. Yeah, this is. It's almost like a precursor to what's the ones? Um, meet the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet the Fockers. I've yeah. never heard of this Midnight Run. It's good. Uh, De Niro's a bounty hunter and he's got to take um, Charles Grodin across state or something. Yeah. 
he's a convict, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of midnight run, it's 11.45. So I think we should wrap this episode up and we'll be back here on Thursday talking all things midnight run. Midnight run. Good night. Bye-bye. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.